get up and do my thing. I want to get into it, man, you know. Like a, like a sex machine, man. Yeah. Moving, doing it, you know. Yeah. Can I count it off? One, two, three, four. Get up. Man, I just hit the, uh, the volume button on the headphones there. Boy, that Chuck Powell morning, he likes them. He likes them hot and spicy. Something about morning, guys. Coming through. My goodness, man. I think I, I lost, just blew out an eardrum. I lost more headphones to a morning guy who once worked here than, than any man should have lost over the year. I would go drop 200 bucks on a nice new pair, plug them in, and boom, they'd blow Bam, up. just out. Uh, I, need them, I need them nice and light. Welcome into the show. Uh, Pucket Gas, uh, live from the Carter Volkswagen studio. What an, an amazing headline there by uh, our Curtis Calhoun. It's sunny out. Felt you later is here. He's all stressed out. We'll get into that a little bit later in the show at 11.45. Why is he stressed out? Well, well there's, there is a growing tension mm-hmm. uh, among uh, the soccer, the, the Sounders faithful. And <laughs> at 11.45, he'll explain. He's got to walk some Sounders fans uh, off the ledge when we, uh, we preview Sounders weekly yeah, tonight. They're struggling. I mean, there is no getting around it. This is, uh, you know, at some point, it's not just a bad start. It's like, hey, what if this is... And here's the thing. Eventually... Yeah. Based on everything we know about sports, the Sounders are going to have a horrible year eventually. I mean, you know, yeah, sure. It, they haven't yet. It's been remarkable watching them every year. They've been great. I mean, it's just a playoff. But and, and and so people are freaking out. Now. I just asked them one simple question, as I do every morning when I walk into the sports pen. He's feverishly working at his computer. He's the first person I see when I when I when I turn the corner. The right foot is always is, is tapping a million miles an hour. He's just one of his yeah. little ticks that he has. And I was, how you doing? Oh, well, well, I've had a rough morning. He's, a, he's he, It's always, because then I always follow up with him. Are you okay? Because every time I ask him, how's he doing? He's always, oh, yeah, well, uh, fine, fine. I mean, this is this is the epitome of how my day has gone. I woke uh, I woke up and, mm-hmm. and immediately dealing with people on Twitter. And, and my <laughs> wife wakes up about 30 minutes later, and she looks at me and she says, the first thing, first thing out of her mouth all day was, are you still dealing with people on Twitter? Yeah. It's the right, first thing it. out of her I mouth. Don't, don't, uh, 11.45, because I'm just going to give you the give you the, uh, the right. floor at 11.45 right. on that, because it, it cracks me up. Uh, how much worked up you are. Uh, we had a great show for you today. It includes uh, our weekly visit uh, with the hair. Brad Adam will join us at 11 o'clock, brought to you by John Howie Steak. And then our first opportunity uh, to chat with a new... Uh, Seahawk, guy who was just drafted over the weekend. Our guy, uh, Kevin Shockey, our assistant program, really our program director here at 950KJR. Is he really, is he assistant PD? He is, is the assistant program director, but he really is that. the program director. Like, he's, we just, we give him the title. He's making calls behind the scenes. He's pulling the strings for Purple Sheet. Could he, could he, in theory, because I, I can, I can, you know, I can be a person who doesn't pay attention or follow rules. Sure. Could he, in theory, you know, cut me Fire down in size? Oh, yeah. You think he could fire me? I mean, I'm, I I'm, think he could fire any of wow, us. He has imagine? that type of weight. Wow! I, but that now that would really be everything kind of coming full circle. Oh, it sure would. Because you is, wor- you worked with him. You, was he not your he, first producer? He came up to me. He was 11 years old, and he walked up to me at a grouse with gasathon and said, "Mr. Gaston, oh, can I get a job at KJR?" And I'm like, "Well, yes, young man, you could if you want." And uh, that was many years ago. And he was uh, he was uh, a student over at Seattle Pacific. He's yeah. known as the Shocksterman. That was, was his handle, the Shocksterman. Yep. And uh, and and he uh, and he's been you know he's been great here. He's done so many things. But what you're telling me is technically. 
technically he is not technically he is now above yeah. me in the hierarchy. Oh yeah, he's above all of us. I wasn't aware of that. I knew he, he was is... doing more work. I didn't know he was. He, so he technically he has my fate in his hands. Yes. Well, but for here at our at our just our station, it's it's purple sheet, and then it's shocking. So I should stop probably, and this would explain a lot. This stop really... making fun of him. Oh no no no! I don't make look. I like Kevin a lot, but but I I've I've been known to rifle through his desk looking for booze. And and oh, I should probably think. stop doing that now because he's a management guy. So he a if I find it, it's, it's probably a plant. I think you he's can, looking to get rid of me. I think you can more the merrier with that because he's I got a know. lot of booze because he's stressed no, out. No, he doesn't he's have management. any. He has. I'm telling you, he used to. And now he doesn't anymore. He does because he he's none. drinking it all because he's so stressed out I, of the new I, responsibilities. I think it has more to do with you know he's in management now. He's you can't, kind you, of you, you can't, you know, there, there's a, a clear delineation between yeah. management and non-management in this business it, in it, terms of what it, your behavior around the office is expected to be. It changes the way you have to you, you, you talk to him. I I've got yeah. to change my tone with him because mm-hmm. yeah, he snap of a finger. You're out. Yeah. You're yeah, headed to okay. Kennewick. I, I wouldn't aware that. I'm not going to Kennewick. He'll just fire me. I'll just quit. That's sort of, you know, whatever. <laughs> He's, I, mean, I mean, I, I got nothing against Kennewick, but I'm not moving there to work. Uh, he just, he, yeah, I, I get a little nervous around him now. The old, the old jokes don't work anymore. I had no idea that, that he was this powerful. Well, this is, uh, this is good. This good is, information. Uh, this is a good thing for me to put in my quiver. I'm learning things every day here, and that's important. I think he should, he should uh, punish Softy. That's what I want to see. I mean, because not, because of course he, he moonlights as, as the executive producer for the well, Dave Softy Mahler radio program with Dick Payne. That brings up another whole set of questions. Then how on earth could he possibly discipline Softy if he's that show's executive well, producer? Well, and therein lies the rub. Mm-hmm. Because one of the rubs. Softy there are many rubs. get here. away with anything here mm-hmm. because Shockey is the producer yeah. of his show. Right. So we're held to a different standard right. than Softy is around here. So, I don't think see, Softy to... can do anything he wants. It feels we like, can't. It feels to me like we're not held to any standard, which is... Uh, well, yet another question, but it doesn't matter. I'm not complaining. There's That's a fine. lot of there's a well, yeah, well, it's a loosey goosey. Mm-hmm. The way things should. Yes, uh, indeed. Uh, Michael Dixon uh, again, new punter for the Seattle Seahawks is going to join us at noon lunch with listeners. Uh, the Australian punter. I can't wait to talk to this guy. Just reading up on him last night, he seems like a swell fella. Well, most Australians they, they've got. I mean, look, they're, yeah. they're, they're just they're fun people. They love life. You, you've been over there, haven't you? I have not. It's it's on my bucket list. I, I had gotta a, go. I had a guy explain to me once the difference between the two countries. He says in America, when you go, as an Aussie guy explaining, in America, you go to a party, people say, "Hey, what do you do for work?" Here, when you go to a party, people say, "What do you do for fun?" Because nobody cares what you do for work in Australia. They like care how you how do you spend your leisure time. I feel like that's the that that's the case everywhere else but America. Yeah, right. Like right. when you go to when you go to Europe or you go anywhere else. And it's inevitably it always comes up because it's just a conversation starter. Mm-hmm. Right? You're just looking for something. My go-to is what do you think of the weather? But right, I just yeah. do that now because I think it's funny and I'm just being a smart ass and because right. I just I know what I'm asking and it's dumb. Yeah. But yeah, everywhere else, no one asks you what you do. Here yeah. is the only place where people ask you. Uh, oh, hey, Mike, how you doing? Uh, so what do you do? Yeah, me? Nothing. I take I, up space. I like to Inhale and exhale a lot. I, I do like to say that. Yeah. What do you do for a living? Uh, not nothing. Yeah. I just stay at home. Yeah. I fold laundry. I take kids you, to it, practices. That's about it. You know what I've, I've said before? It, it is fun depending on the person and whether they want to take you seriously. But but it, it's, it's fun when you just meet somebody and you've you never met them. And, 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 and they're like, what, what, you know, what do you do? And I go, I'm, I'm a junkie. <laughs> And you hold a straight face, and, and I'm like, no, I, you know, that's what I do. That's, that's every minute of my day is focused on that. Fortunately, I have a, an understanding wife. What do you do? I'm, I'm in the midget porn. Yeah. What? Excuse me? You, yeah. do, you do what I'm for in that a living? Business. What, what do you do? 
Uh, yeah, I, I do like that. That actually would be kind of funny. Do you ever, do you ever, this just leads me to, uh, I think, a, a fun Heritage Distilling text line question. Maybe Heritage mm-hmm. Distilling would not like to be a part of this. Do, what do you do? What do you tell people? Do you lie when someone asks you, what do you do for work? Mm-hmm. Do you like to make something up? And I, I, like, I think that's, I think that's a fun game today. I think we should walk around anytime anyone asks you, obviously not here, but just out in the general public. What do you do? Mm-hmm. I, um, you know, I, um, I do nothing, or just something funny. My uh, uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's it's funny because the uh, and and I, I at one point was going to do this and I just never did because I decided it would be immature. But <laughs> but the um um, you, you know, Indiana sends out alumni stuff from time yes. to time, and, and they would encourage you. They would say, "Hey, you know what? Tell us what you're up to." Right for the and magazine, I, and, and it's you know, like three hundred words or less. You yeah. know, just a little, and then the little blur. And then at the end, they'd go, "Hey, you know, here's here's what the here's from the yeah. class of the of the 1980s. What here's, class were you? Eighty two. Yeah. And I was like, God, it'd be fun to write, you know, that I'm, I'm like like the, the head, you know, the commander at the Banger sub base, you know, and that my wife was in Nirvana. And just just, just yes. come up with crazy and yeah. see if they'd print it. Yes. You know, just go completely over the falls. Who's, who's fact-checking that? Right, it's some end. Maybe they would. Maybe they'd go, what? this just doesn't look right. But we, how have we not heard of him before? Yeah, it seems odd, but well, yeah, because I run Banger. Nobody wants to know. <laughs> you know look, they're trying to keep that quiet, man. We're doing a lot of weird shit. Assistant uh, coach for the Raptors. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Uh, I like one of the first texts that came in at four nine four five one. Contract hitman. What do you do for a living? Yeah. I'm a contract hitman. Mm-hmm. That's that's yeah. That that don't that don't get people going. That, that'll, that'll work. What kind of conversation starter would that be? Yeah. What I'm, do you do for a living? Well, I, I'm contracted out to kill people. But yeah. what do you what do you do? Well, I, I'm, I'm in the banking industry. I used to be in the radio until I started swearing during the show all the time, right. and now I'm oh, out of it. God. Uh, sunny day today. The Mariners are back home, so I, I would I mean be excited to see what the uh, the uh, whatever the attendance is tonight, just the reception. Whoever from all the fans that are there, what the reception will be like tonight uh, it, for the Los Marineros? Because it is Happy Felix Day as well. Felix it ought to be thunderous. There ought to there ought to be a thunder. And I don't hey, look. I don't the, the size of the crowd again. It's yeah. still early in the season, and I, people are going to be slow to. They always are because the the weather and I, it's still not going to be a great night tonight. It's chilly. Sure, all that and it's the A's. But whoever's there, the the uh, I'm going tomorrow night. The the, the, the response should be thunderous because I mean they're playing great. This is you know again. Here's the thing: you can fall into the well. I'm just waiting for them to start losing. Okay, that's fine. You must be fun to sit on you know on a long flight. You know, <laughs> place where you're gonna crash. next to a game with. Yeah, but but for those of us who kind of get baseball and that you grab your moments, and this franchise has had precious few moments. Yeah, right. Wait, well, hey, sixteen and eleven. Grab onto that second place. Grab onto it. Enjoy it, man. Have fun. Yeah. And you got you got you know, the A's and the Angels coming in. Let's 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 mess things I, up I, for I them. Remember before the season, you know, when we all talk about like our, our preseason predictions or not predictions, but just what do you want? Mm-hmm. And I just remember, I remember uh, either I said it on the radio or just said it to myself or in the shower. I don't know. I do a lot of my best thinking and talking in the shower. Mm-hmm. Twenty five games. Give me fifteen and ten. If if at if fifteen and ten after twenty five games and now they're sixteen and eleven, I yeah. mean they, if they can give me that, then mm. I am solid. So I've been happy beyond happy with the start of the season, and they've done this with again a starting staff that is statistically the worst in baseball right now. So right. they have been able to manage the kind of the minefield that is their starters right, and right. gotten around that. Now that can they hold up for 162 games? Probably not. I know. I don't think they're great. How are they the worst? I'm having a hard, really statistically, like how, statistically the worst ERA just, starters. Just E. Okay. Which is fine. Okay. Cause I'm, I'm thinking they've not been good. They haven't been a disaster, 
but they're not good. I'll, I'll so, grant you so that. So based on their ERA. And, and the ERA has pumped up a little bit because they had, uh, remember we, we laughed about yeah. how in the first three weeks of the season each starter got shelled yeah, sure. on one, which, you know. It happens. They, the, they've, had a couple, they've had a couple starters, the blown-up starts, mm-hmm. and they've kept some guys in there. That, yeah, that certainly inflates it. I think the one thing that is, and we've talked about this before, and you want to see it when, when does Paxton go? Paxton goes tomorrow is that you want to see one of these guys or start to see a trend of these guys, A, getting into the seventh inning, but completing right. the seventh inning. Right. They've got right. – can anyone name the one pitcher that has gone seven innings this year? It's um, – Jackson. It's Leak. Sparky, isn't it? Sparky. There mm-hmm. you go. Yeah. Sparky's Jackson's the only right. one. Sparky's the only one to do it. Yeah, because Gonzo's been close. Gonzo's got into I thought the Gonzo inning. started a seventh inning. Started, but I'm completing. saying completed a seventh Completing. Inning. So, the only, so Sparky's our only guy Sparky's who has completed a seventh guy. inning. And Felix just isn't going to do it. He's just not built that way. Probably anymore. not. It just Probably doesn't. It doesn't not. feel like it. Feel no. like and and look, I'm fine with Fe- the new Felix. We've sure. got to kind of everything's different with him now, but it's good having him around. So yeah, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll they're see. averaging the starters right now. Ryan Divish did a wonderful job. I know we. I'm, I shouldn't promote Ryan Divish's work, but I love Ryan like a brother, so I will promote his work. Uh, he did a wonderful piece today, and all my notes came from Ryan Divish's article today. Mm-hmm. They are averaging 5.2 innings a game for the starters. That's what they're averaging. I mean, so that over the course of the season, it's going to catch up to them. So that, that's got to turn around. Right. That would be the one if there's a negative. That's it. But their offense is just so they're so dynamic. I mean, they've scored four more runs, I think, in 17 of their 27 games, and their record is 13-4. and four. So, I mean, their offense has the ability to just pound people, mm-hmm. and that's what they've done. And that's what has allowed them to be at 16-11 and 11 right now. And if they're going to stay atop and, and, and right. be, then then uh, we just need the starting pitching to get yeah, a, a little, little, bit better. little better. Yeah, a little bit better. I mean, and, and I think what will be fun to watch as the season goes on, if they continue to play well, and I think they are playing well, I mean, obviously, and they're just, what, two games behind the Astros right now. It'll be fun to watch Ichiro bat once a week. That's what you're getting ready to say, right? <laughs> well, Because, again, look, yeah. I, I, you and I are simpatico on this, except I'm saying it doesn't matter if they keep winning. They can throw me as the 25th guy on the roster. Well, it and if matters they winning, when Ben Gamble can't hit right now and then there's a left-hander late in the game and you mm-hmm. can't pitch hit for him. So it does matter. Well, well but Heredi has been hit so much in Tacoma that I well, don't think he, he, he's got to wear, like, bubble wrap I'm everywhere. convinced, Gas, there is a bounty on Heredia down in AAA. Mm-hmm. Somebody some, that some doesn't pers- want him back yeah. up on the roster because he, he keeps getting hit. He did something to somebody, or and Jerry then, really wants to prove this point or whatever because <laughs> we a, are, that he's got every pitcher in the league chucking it at Heredia. like, what did I do? I did nothing. I'm a nice guy. You know what would be funny is if the two guys that have hit Heredia so far, he's been mm-hmm. hit twice, so people aren't following Tacoma Rainier's baseball, mm-hmm. do so follow right. Mike Curto on Twitter. Uh, he will update you everything. If at some point later in the season, Jerry uh, Jerry Depoto uh, signs the two pitchers that have hit already. Okay, you guys did your job. You put them on the DL. Now you're on the merits. Mm-hmm. Right, right. There's going to be a weird trade like that makes no sense. <laughs> well, well, who's that guy? I remember that guy. Oh, that's right. Back. He hit Heredia. I'm, I'm telling you, this, this ends with Heredia going, you know what? I'm out. I'm going back to Havana. <laughs> I'm the first guy ever. I'm going home. Cuba, I'm yours. Uh, we'll chat more about that because I think they do have another interesting, besides each other, they have another interesting uh, roster decision that they probably should make uh, this week. We'll see if they'll make it. We'll talk more M's baseball coming up next. Back to Puck It in the Gas Man on Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR. Entertaining sports talk. Uh, Brad Adam, the uh, pre- and post-game host for Root Sports, will join us at the top of the hour, break down the Mariners' 
And really, we'll find out if he's uh, how's his golf game went over the weekend. Uh, it's all brought to you by John Howie Steak at 11. And also, new Seahawks punter, Australian star Michael Dixon uh, will join us uh, at noon for lunch with listeners. We asked people in our first segment, we just stumbled upon this, uh, what lies do you tell strangers when you're just starting a conversation? What do you do for a living? But we've got a, a plethora of texts at 49451. It's it's unbelievable. That sounds like a lunch with listeners topic it's, to me. It's so good. Sniper for a SWAT team. <laughs> Somebody says when me and my wife go to Vegas, we we uh, we like to play the game. We, what we do for really odd jobs. What other games do you like to play when you go to Vegas? That seems like a kinky little couple right there. We, uh, Vegas names. Have you ever gone there? Everybody, everybody's no, gotten a Vegas name. Team? No, but I need that. Would be funny. Yeah, like that's that. that's always I. I I forget, I went once with a bunch of people. We all gave each other names, and people like held the name all weekend. <laughs> That's good. I want to say I was Dash Riprock. Wasn't Dash <laughs> Riprock a character on the Flintstones? He was like a, I, I don't know, but that's a good one. Dash, Dash Riprock is, is a, a, is a crowd. I don't really live up to that, but it's a, it's a great name. But just Dash uh, from the three six zero. Used to work for a vibration test equipment manufacturing company. I would tell people I designed vibrators. Yeah, that's a good yeah. one. That's 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 a that's a natural one. That's a yeah, it's awesome. Uh, I tell people I'm an agricultural genetic genetic engineer. I'm trying to grow rice kernels on a corn cob. Leads to some very interesting conversations. Now, see, that's better. Look, nothing against a vibrator guy, but that's, and and I'm all for cheap gags because that's a cheap. That read that again because imagine if you say to somebody, "Hey, so uh, nice to meet you. What do you do for hey, a living, Dave? Uh, what do, what do you do for a living? Oh, thanks. I'm a I'm an ag- agricultural genetic engineer. I'm trying to grow rice kernels on a corn cob leads to uh, some very interesting conversations. Yeah, that's 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 fantastic. See, that's what you're looking for. Hey, would you like an update on our poll question? Because yes, it involves our guest, Michael yes, Dixon. Dixon? Dixon. Dixon. Michael Dixon from Sydney. He's probably a Swans fan. We'll find okay. out. Maybe not. He may like is some that, other. Is that uh, Australian rules football? Yeah, Aussie rules football is weird. They've got like 20 teams. 16 of them are in Melbourne. A couple of them are on the West Coast, and there's a couple in Sydney. It's weird. You'd think, but it's just, it's it's really. Melbourne is the only place on earth where this sport has really taken off. Okay. It doesn't make sense. But to honor his first ever Seattle radio interview with cool people, which if he did, you know, <laughs> today at noon, uh, we and we don't know if he's an ACDC fan, but we asked, what is your favorite? Because a lot of our listeners are. Okay. And look, he better understand that if he's in the NFL, he's going to hear a lot of ACDC there on the PA of, on yeah. Sundays. Sure. Trust me, ACDC sits back on Sundays and just counts their money. They're like, yep, hey, look, here's a check from the Bills. Hey, look, here's a check from the Chiefs. What do you think that is? What what, what does a group get for every time you play, like, uh, name is, I don't, I'm not a fan, I, so I don't know. I mean, yeah. I'm a fan, but I'm not I'm right. a song. No, I, I'm, I'm, I mean, like Highway to Hell's Hell or Bells, Back in right? Black or Hell's Bells. So yeah. when that plays, what do they get for that? I, I, I don't know. If it's a penny. A penny? If it's, you know, it's a lot. Yeah, when it, well, it adds because up, it's sure. Getting, yeah, sure, it adds up. God, that's funny. So here's the, this is, again, where Twitter is killing me with only four choices, because we already named a couple of songs okay. I could have put in here. There are so many great ACDC songs, and I ended up taking four that are they're generally considered among their, say, ten best, uh, but it's impossible to come up with four. But we said, what, what's your favorite all-time ACDC song? Uh, 43%. A, a slow voter turnout. This surprises okay. me. I figured this would be right in our listeners' wheelhouse. 43% say Thunderstruck. Okay. Which is, I think, a, a great song. Twenty-one percent say "Back in Black." Yeah. Now, the thing about that is that's uh, that's Brian Johnson's first song after Bon Scott dies. How about that as an introductory? How about here's my calling card? What do you do? Oh, I sing this. I replace the late Bon Scott and I sing "Back in Black." Long way to the top, which would get my vote because it 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 features Bon Scott playing bagpipes, which ends the Bon Scott Brian Johnson argument, in my opinion. Okay. Brian Johnson, terrific. Who's the best one? Well, the guy who played bagpipes was the best singer. Plus, I saw him twice. 
Uh, and 16% say highway to hell. I thought that would maybe get a, a little bit. So you can vote, and you can then write in votes. We'll probably get a lot of write-in votes okay. down below. Because we, we didn't put Hell's Bells. Uh, we didn't put, uh, 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 for those about to rock, we so, which is, if, if you look at the one in, in Argentina on, on the video, it's the coolest music video you've ever seen. It's, it's a live show. they got these big cannons. And there's like 80,000 people in the stadium. And when that song, when it kicks it at the end, and they're all jumping up and down, you're like, well, that stadium's going to collapse. It, it's not going to Who's hold. Who's the other band besides a, Is it Guns N' Roses would be the second one that you hear their music all the time? In yeah, like stadiums? It, it, that would be stadium, more football, yeah, right? Guns and, NFL, yeah. it's Guns N' yeah. Roses. It's uh, it's ACDC. Yeah. It, it's that. It, it's it's that element, yeah, is, is the stuff that you hear the most. Right. I always like, and, and I, haven't, I haven't been to as many Hawk games the last couple of years as I went to, I liked it, and the Sonics were the best at this in the 90s. They they, they would play 80% Seattle music in the arena. Right. I mean, if, if, and it was at a yeah. time when every Seattle band was a big hit, and they were all making But, I mean, to me, I, I would go go with the local stuff as much as you can. Sure. Uh, all right. What's the uh, – and then, of course, well, Sonics was just – it was famous for the Pink Floyd. I mean, that was – that's the greatest introduction. I mean, I could I, – I stumble upon that player introduction well, – Maybe at least once a month. Well, what's the? It's two songs. It's two songs. Pink Floyd, and what's the other one? Knocking on your back That's door right. by Deep Purple. That's right. And yeah. then Run Like Hell. Run it was. Like I hell. thought it was the the title of the songs, given the type of team they were. Yeah. Knocking at your back door, Run Like Hell. It was just perfect. Oh, it was the, really it's a the great best thing. introduction of all, of all time. Yeah. All right. So so it'll be a big week for for roster moving on your Los Marineros. Tell me, I'm not so, aware. Well, of Well, the obvious one will be the each real thing, and I oh, don't know he's what, staying. I don't. So they start losing. He look if they get rid of him and they start losing, it's on you puck i want this i want this i'll take it it, it is I'll, I'll, on I'll you we're gonna get her ready back up or puck will stop okay boom we lost 98 games in a row once we got rid of each because he put some weird voodoo I'll, hex on I'll, us. I'll wear it if, if they start because right. he ain't helping him winning uh, yeah. uh all right so they'll make a call on him and i think heredia like heredia scheduled to come off uh the 10 days now he, he's ready to come back mm-hmm. he could come back this instant right. and i think bucky was telling me this that i i mean i didn't see it that he was he had two at bats last night, and then they pulled him, and he wasn't hurt. So I don't know. Maybe maybe they're bringing him up today. Mm-hmm. I think they can bring up. Uh, I think Miranda's ready to go as well. I think the the big conversation will be what do you do with with Ramirez, with Erasmo Ramirez. I mean, he right. has been. Listen, I mean, he's out of options, so you you're not sending him to Tacoma, and do you what, DFA him? Now they want depth. You know, he provides depth in case something else happens to one of your starters. So I I doubt they're going to DFA him. They could DL him, could come up with it. Oh, he's he's got a soggy arm, he's got arm fatigue. You right. put him on the DL, right? Or you could put him in the bullpen. But they've got to make a decision. He's scheduled to pitch Sunday. Can you run him out at least one more time though? He's had two bad outings. Do you maybe say, hey, let's not throw him out completely yet? I'm with you. Look, he hasn't been great, but I mean, it's two outings. Maybe you say, look, let's run him out one more time. You know, again, because you think yourself, do we have to make a decision here, or can we afford to give him one more try? You know how many home runs he's given up in nine and two-third innings it's this year? a lot. Seven. Yeah, that's why I was right. I mean, it's just, I mean, I I guess you could. I, I just don't. Well, oh, here's he's, the other. He has admitted that he's, here's what I don't get about it. He's admitted in his last start that he's not healthy. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, if he's admitted that he's not healthy, then put him on the DL and get Miranda. I'm not claiming Miranda's not, he's not Clayton Kershaw, but well, Miranda's going to give you a better shot to win right now than Ramirez. Here's the other thing. I've heard that other teams do this occasionally. You're winning. Why not take a look at whoever you think is your very best pitcher in the minor leagues, the one who's closest to cut and say, hey, you know what? We're actually we're winning. Let's bring a young guy up and see oh. if he 
you know, why, why, well, would, why they, wouldn't you try he, that? Well, because is he on the forty man roster? I mean, if he's if he's not on the forty man roster, then you got to cut somebody. And who are you willing to cut to put him on the forty man roster? And I'm just and I'll well, be. We'll act, bring I you in for that. You're willing to cut anybody. You're willing to really, on that. Yeah, I'll cut everybody. Yeah. Um, I don't know on the Rainiers. I don't, I couldn't even tell you. Cut Ramirez. Who the guy is? You're going to get rid of him. Well, I, I, I don't I, think they I, would I, cut Ramirez because I think they do want to have one. If if they cut Ramirez, then I don't know what Ryan Divish is going to do because mm-hmm. I mean they're they're two peas in a pod. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, they'll have to get over it. Um, I don't think they're going to do that because I think they do value him and I think yeah. they they feel like he does provide them uh, some pitching depth. Now they got the defector what last week. And I love the defector, the defector Elias, right. Elias, right. one of my favorites of all time. So he's down there, so they could eventually bring him up. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just don't think that. I'd say you Ramirez got is just a guy, right? Maybe, which is why I would say, well, then what do you worry right. about? Then you know? get rid of him. But but I would give him at least one more start again because you could use the same logic. I'm saying bring up somebody new and try it because you're winning. Why not? Why not play with a little house money? And I see got you. Can, but you could also say the same thing about look, we don't have to do anything with Ramirez yet because we're still we're rolling and and let's let's see if he can get himself squared away. Yeah, but how many more starts do you give him? I, I don't know. You know, uh, I'm I'm saying two maybe isn't a no. fair enough nine uh-huh. innings isn't a fair enough way to judge a guy. Yeah, uh, you, you know, based on so maybe say hey let's let's give him a few. And again, you can keep extending out how many you want to give him as sure. long as you're winning. You keep winning seven out of every ten games. Like hey, we right. you know what we can keep fiddling around with this until we get it right. He's like serving, yeah, I guess, maybe one more start, but he's serving a BP. I mean, he's literally right. just throwing junk over the plate. But if you're, and you know this, if you're 11 and 16 right now, instead of 16 and 11, yeah. you probably do have to think about, hey, we can't afford to keep rolling this guy out every fifth day. But as long as you keep winning, you're, hey, we we can fiddle with this guy, work with the other. Stottlemyre's in between catch and fish. He's working with yeah. him, getting stuff. How about get Stottlemyre on a 10-day contract and give him an nah, opportunity no, to go no. out there and he, throw? He'd be the, the first guy to say that's not a good idea. But the f- point is they're working with him, and, and they've seen stuff. And may- maybe they're coming to this conclusion. Like, yeah. you know what? This is just not going to work. Well, Miranda last pitch on the 28th. So these, he would, if he were to pitch Sunday, if they were to make a move, and not have Ramirez throw on Sunday, which I believe he's scheduled to throw on Sunday. You would have, you could have Miranda throw. I mean, it would be eight days rest. I mean, I don't know if I'll have that if they want that, if that if that lines up for them. But that could be an option. And again, you have three options with him. You're either going to DFA him, which I don't think they're going to do, or you put him in the bullpen, or he goes on the disabled list. And then the other story will just be Etro. I mean, what what happens this week if they do anything uh, with him or not? I mean, we'll wait and see. Like I mentioned earlier, I mean, Reddy is ready to go. Um, he was pulled last night from the game, so if they wanted to bring him up, they could. Uh, but we'll wait and see. I mean, if they, I would expect like if it does end, it ends this week. I think mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And they got the the three with Oakland, and then they got the Angels in town. I'd be curious if they'll wait through the Angels series. Maybe maybe have his final day be Sunday, yeah. and give him a send off. I don't know. I, I don't know if they're. I mean, I doubt they won't. Well, service and Depoto are a different story, but I mean. Otani's going to pitch one of these games, so I don't know if they want to see Otani and Ichiro face each other. I don't think I, I've never thought that that's a factor at all because I don't think that that would that would matter as much. I do from think from a business. Well, let me stop you. From a business side, you don't no, think that makes no, it, it doesn't. I think there's going to be good crowds this weekend, no matter what. I don't. Be, th- I don't think somebody's going to say, "Oh, Otani's going to face Ichiro. I better go buy a ticket." Maybe somebody will. Really? No, nah, I, I just don't think it's that. Why? Why would you say that? But because a, they're making a ton of money down there. It's not like what, what are they going to sell? How many? How many well, extra tickets are they going to sell? Do you not think? I, I'm just curious because. Maybe I'm in the minority. You don't think there's more eyeballs and more people willing to go to a game to see Otani face each how, other? How many more? Well, I don't know. Otani's been in the league a month. Yeah, but he's going to be an attraction when he pitches. A- absolutely, and I think more people would go just to see him. I don't think, but who, you know, so, so he's facing Ichiro. Big. If Ichiro's in his prime, it's a different yeah, story. That's true. 
Uh, I just don't think that's... Now, I do think it's worth remembering that it's May Day, which means, A, stay out of downtown at all costs. Oh, is that today? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm so glad I got my week arranged so is, I don't So this is the day where the idiots come up from all... They don't yeah. live in Seattle, yeah. and they come up and they, just, anarchy, they, destroy, they destroy the city, yeah, that's right. and then they, they hand out joints, and they all smoke yeah. weed together. That's, right. well, that, you know, that's today. Well, that's fine, but yeah. I mean... But this is the day where we go around and we destroy yeah. Yeah. capitalism. So, so more more the, capitalism gas is a very bad thing. Well, it's a, you know it's, it's it's fair to discuss it's uh, it, you know how it's well, going these days. I know, but I mean, but but anyway, anyway, um, it is May Day, and this is the day they thought they were getting Gamble back. That's true. Way back in the day, right. so in their minds, they may have always been looking at and and again now that then they go, hey, you know what? Let's let's keep each other around. And and then that Angel series and that might be kind of fun for everybody. And yeah, we are in show business. I'll grant you that they're in show sure. business. And I think teams forget that too often. I think you forget. Yeah. Hey, you're you're battling. Your competition is movie, not even movie theaters anymore because nobody goes to theater. But yeah, yeah, it's movie theaters. It's concerts. It's yeah. it's it's the seven hundred channels at home. That, it's so you, just everything. You need to get people to come to come to right. your product. Absolutely, I get it. But I think this. I, I I've thought all along the Ichiro thing is more a function of that. And I, I I'm kind of with you. I'm 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 kidding about it. They can keep them as long as they want, as long as they're winning. And, and really they can't but it felt like this is the week yeah that they could do something and it yeah. would make I some mean, sense and look if if, if the send-off now here's what people would be into is if the send-off not so much Ichiro facing Otani yeah, that'll be okay but Otani maybe you know shaking hands with him at the end of it you know the, the oh, thanks yeah. for thanks Absolutely. for everything you did I mean, to you're help. talking about yeah. the two I mean one you're talking about the greatest Japanese player ever in Ichiro mm-hmm. and then I then you're now you're talking about which who many people believe well he's now he's over here now but mm-hmm. that he could go down his impact on this game yeah well, should be, could be could be greater than what each than any Japanese player ever. He could be greater than Ichiro. If Ichiro is oh, the greatest sure. Japanese player ever, and he is, this guy could be the next guy to what, grab that what, title. What this guy has done, the only thing that has held so far Otani back is just that he's been hurt. Mm-hmm. The reason that he's going to pitch on whatever I don't know which game I don't think they've announced yet. I assume it would be Friday, but the only reason he's not pitching tonight because he was scheduled tonight mm-hmm. is because he hurt his ankle on Friday. He twisted his ankle when he was uh, on a double or a triple, and he hit the bag wrong. So yeah. the only, that's the only reason he's not pitching tonight. And, you know, the other thing that, that has held him back from a few starts has been he had a blister. He had a blister on his hand because he was hitting. Yeah. So, I mean, this guy, what he's done has been is sensational. It's been, and it was crazy because in spring training, he didn't do any of this. Right, spring training, it was a huge mistake. Everyone was convinced the Angels had, yeah. and people the Mariners like, whoo, we boy, dodged we one. dodge a bullet. Yeah. And, and then all of a sudden, it's, it's, it's like Otani gets how it works. It's like... Oh, these are the games that count. Yeah. Okay, right. Step aside. Yeah, yeah. Here comes the professional. <laughs> we asked you uh, to uh, to uh, send in your uh, your what you tell people when you make up a lie for what you do for work at four nine four five one the Heritage Distilling Text Line. We got a ton of them coming in. We'll read some of those and then uh, we'll prep ourselves for the great Brad Adam, who will join us at eleven o'clock. Brought to you by John Howie State. Now back to Puckett and the Gas Man on Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR. Entertaining sports talk. Coming up top of the hour, uh, the hair himself. Brad Adam from Root Sports will join us for his weekly visit. Brought to you by John Howie Steak. And again, uh, Seahawks new putter, Michael Dixon, coming up at, at noon with lunch uh, with listeners. You know, we, we asked people. Uh, in the beginning of the show, we just stumbled upon it mm. about what do you, 
when you meet someone. You were talking about Australia, and when you meet up, when you when you Australia, go to Australia, yeah, they don't they, ask you what you do for work. Yeah, they say what do you do for fun. So yeah. that's another whole thing you could say. We're right. But we're hung up in this country on what do you do for work. So sure. we, you know, we're coming up with various things we say to people. Do you ever lie to people just to have fun? Like I, I like to make stuff up sometimes because I just like to see the the response from people when you meet someone, and inevitably if you're at a dinner party. I mean, and I try to, oh, I avoid it at all costs. Mm-hmm. The what do you do for, for work? Because that just I hate. I don't care what you do for work, whatever. But someone will, you know, will ask you at a dinner party, what do you do for work? I my I I do enjoy the. Oh, I'm a fluffer. Yeah, that's yeah. And of course, that then opens up a whole other line of. Well, of, one either they don't know what that is, mm-hmm. or they do. And they're like, excuse me. You, you know what you I would do? What you, you know what I'd like to say? I, yeah, and and this is once. So so we all you know. I, I want to admit something here. We probably all have something like this, but yeah. there's certain things in life that I just have no concept of. Okay. I'm like like you tell me a fluffer. Okay, I kind of know what that job is. You sure. tell me a butcher. I know what they do. You tell okay. me a sniper, surveyor. I see these <laughs> these men and women. They're out there, and they, and they got like the little yeah, telescope, yeah. and they. I don't. I have. I don't have the first I, clue what they're doing. I'm gonna raise my hand, and I see them too. There's always two of them. Yeah, yeah. And they're sitting more. in the middle of the street with the tripod out. Yeah. And they got the little camera, whatever that is, and they're surveying. Yeah, I have no. That, that, be, I don't know. I agree. I have no idea what they're doing. And I bet it's really good and fulfilling, and I bet it's important yeah. work. But it might not be. It might be just this whole group of people <laughs> who have figured out a way to scam the system and go, you know, we're not doing a thing. We're just oh. looking at stuff, and we stand there and point for a few hours, and we pack everything up, and we leave, and the government pays us. I mean, I don't. I, I'm not. I don't want to impugn uh, uh, surveyors because I'd, I'd actually like no. to. I would like to meet somebody if at a party, you... not like you, an honest person who said, "Well, I'm a surveyor." Are you really? Yes. yes. Well, would you tell me? Yeah. What the hell you're doing out there? Because I don't I'll, get well, it. Well, let's throw it out there. If we have a remaining time here, I'll. I'll if, if we have a surveyor in the audience, mm-hmm. I would like you to call up and tell us in just in a minute in layman's in terms. It, yes. We just got one on the text line. John on the, John on the no, text line. Said, I mean, I'm I don't want so. a text. I want someone to so call, call up. Yeah, somebody's got to explain to us. John, you call up. I don't okay? have the first. 286 959 John. Call us up and tell us what you do. I mean, like, like barista. I'm not sure I could make a nice, good espresso. You know, I, 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 but I know what they're doing. I look at, okay, I see what you're doing, and you're getting the beans. I did that in college. Yeah, so you or, could. Right out of college. I mean, I just look. I, a, a pilot, I couldn't. Get a plane off the ground, but I know what they're doing up there. I, I, they're pulling button to put. They're gonna pull back. They get air under the wings. They're gonna the nose is gonna lift off. And I look at these surveyors. And I'm like, I don't know what the hell this I, guy's doing. They used to park. They'd be like, but they look so important, and yeah. I, that's why I feel like I know it's important, right? But I am always confused. Well, what are they sur- Like what? What are you surveying? What are you doing? Like what? What is? Is it about? Um, is it traffic? Is it is it, it the street? It's They're property line. I, I, I think it's property line. But again, I, I have I have no. And this is this is. I'm glad I we think can this do this. Is today. John? Let's see if this is John. John, are you the same John that texted in that said you were a surveyor? Yeah, I'm the one. All right, John. What you tell us in layman's terms? What what do you do? What does a surveyor do? So what we do is um, in the center of the street are these concrete monuments. And so what we do is we set up on the top of those, and from them we turn angles and distances and set property corners or locate catch basin, sewer, and all that stuff so that they can create maps, and then they design whatever they're going to design from that. 
I'm still kind of confused. I, I am, but I, I get a little bit more. And and see, I'm I'm fascinated with maps. I I, I could look at it. I, you could hand a map to me. I'm like a little kid with a sucker. You hand me a map, you, I'll be busy did for you have hours. A little Thomas map. I love I love them. <laughs> I I love lo- and I like an old fold out. Oh, yeah, look at sure. them. I, I I could. So so what you're doing is is helping maybe update maps or, or like Puck and I buy some property up the street here. and We need to know exactly where the property line is because we want to put in parking for our strip club that we're opening. And so you, you you'd help us figure that out, right? We're gonna call we, the gas pump. Would, would, and would we, that's a great name for a strip joint, isn't it? And and, and so you'd help we, us figure that out. Is that what you'd do? Yeah, we set the corners based on the centerline monuments that have been set back in the 1900s when mm-hmm. they did the original plat. Right. Set the property corners for you, and then we create contour maps as well because now if you're gonna do design, the city's gonna ask you all kinds of questions like, sure. is there steep slopes? Is mm-hmm. there, right. you know? What what type of topo is there as well? So sure, yeah, of course. Now, now, now yeah, is of course the topo, right? Topo, right? T- right? Topography, <laughs> topography. Am I right, John? Short for topography, right? Exactly. I there think I could go. be a surveyor. Yeah. I, I, get, now, could, now, could a couple of radio guys maybe get in that industry? Sure, I could, you can come and be a chainman for me. I, I teach it. I, that, now, and it's it's another question here, and I'm forgive my ignorance. Is this something? Do you go to do you go to college? To do this? Is this something you can do? Just kind of coming off the street and going, I think I'm interested in this. What do you have to be good at well, to be a good surveyor? To be a chainman, you don't have to have college, but to be able to run the gun, we re, we would like somebody to have a couple of years of rent and tech. We'll teach you how to be a crew chief. Right. Okay. But now, professional land surveyor. So I went through four years of college, four more years of internship got my license and so that took a while <laughs> john we appreciate thanks for checking in you get a free toaster for calling in you know I, I, <laughs> hey, hey john do you use the run the gun thing when you're trying to pick up chicks what do you do i, I run the gun for a surveyor because that'd be i no, bet you'd i bet you'd have a woman's I, I, attention I right away i go well no it's classified uh, <laughs> right, you do you want to see my gun all right that, john thank you buddy can i tell you contour map is my oh. second choice for a strip club oh, name I, I, contour map is or just good. contours contours there you go I, I when i woke up this morning i did in real early this morning god it was way too early i'm still not 100 percent sure what they're doing but i, mean, I, I have a better uh, grass now but i would look and i yeah. what the hell because well, there was one out here the a couple yeah. of weeks ago there was a guy around the side well, when he here. said we couldn't really do that but we could be what a j-man what the hell is that is that just sounds like assistant? a equipment guy or whatever okay, i can do that yeah right, all right yeah, so we're I'm done not... with radio we're gonna i'm gonna go work with john to be a surveyor i've lost my aspirations i thought my next job you know what i want to do after radio right i want to be the um the uh the receipt checker at costco yeah, you know yeah. that guy that does nothing that just goes oh yeah boom and scribbles it. Yeah, they make like it's insane. Well, whatever they make, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of money. Yeah, for just looking at a receipt. Yeah, and you that's and what you're I just want. Looking certain, but now now what what's your what's your pressure point there? If you find they've stolen something, you have to stop them. Do yes, you, you have to physically stop them. I guess. Are you armed? <laughs> I don't know. I've been to Costco for a while. Do they have armed receipt checks? I don't. I don't think they do. Uh, we'll ask Brad Adam what uh, when he goes to dinner parties and people ask him what he does for a living. What's his lie? Uh, he joins us next for his weekly visit. Brought to you by John Howie Steak.